The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Family, one quick thing before we get into this episode. Y'all know how I like to build community. So, Minding My Black Business will be having its first event coming up on June 21st. And unfortunately, because we can't get everywhere, this is specifically for those who are in the Hampton Roads area. We are having our event, which is called Parlay for the People. It is exclusively for black therapists, black podcasters, and black entrepreneurs. The goal is for us to all be under one roof, to enjoy each other, have some good food, good music, as well as get an opportunity to network. Podcasters will get an opportunity to get potential guests. Um, Therapists will have an opportunity to talk about their practices. Entrepreneurs will have an opportunity to um, connect with other business owners. I think this is just going to be such a great opportunity for us to cross and merge worlds and connect with folks that we might not have otherwise gotten a chance to know. So June 21st, Parlay for the People. You can find it on Eventbrite. It will be here in Virginia Beach from 6 to 8. And we will be having such a great time. I'm going to let you know all about it. If you're not in the area, I'll do an episode about the whole event, the prep and everything. Um, But I'm just so excited because we're going to have our first community event. I know this uh, will be the first of many. Um, We have already, I think we got like three tickets left on Eventbrite. So I'm so excited. But I just wanted to let you know, I'm going to stop talking now and let's get into this episode. Dr. Natalie Jones is a licensed professional clinical counselor and a postdoctoral psychologist. She currently has a private practice called Lifetime Counseling and Consulting in Oakland, California, where she specializes in working with women who have been in emotionally and psychologically abusive relationships with narcissists, as well as individuals who were previously incarcerated for various crimes. Dr. Jones also works for the California Department of Corrections and specializes in providing individual group counseling and assessments to prison inmates who have committed various offenses with a specialization in working with sex offenders. Dr. Jones has a podcast, A Date with Darkness, which provides education and tips from healing from narcissistic relationships. Dr. Jones received her master's in clinical counseling psychology from the Chicago School of Professional Psychology and her doctorate in clinical psychology from the California School of Professional Psychology. Dr. Jones has also written blogs for the Mind Journal and Psych Central. Family, let's welcome Dr. Natalie Jones to the Minding My Black Business podcast. Welcome to Minding My Black Well, all right, family, we have quite a treat for you today. I am so excited for you all to, to hear what our guest has to say. Um, she is such a dear, and I'm so excited for all the things that she has going on over on the West Coast. Um, so I'm always rooting for her over here on the East Coast. Uh, <laughs> So I want to welcome Dr. Natalie Jones uh, to the Minding My Black Business podcast. So 
Nat. Welcome to Minding My Black Business. Thank you so much, Janae. Thank you for having me on Minding My Black Business. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. I'm glad that you were able to join us and we were able to coordinate times despite the time uh, time zone difference. So mm-hmm. before I get into my questions, because um, I always enjoy our conversations, um, can mm-hmm. you introduce yourself and then let the family know where they can find you? Um, okay, so I'm a licensed professional counselor. I am a postdoc psychologist. Um, I work in the Department of Corrections in California, and I also have my private practice in both Oakland and Sacramento, California. Um, In um, my private practice, I specialize in working with victims of narcissistic abuse and also perpetrators of violent crime. So I work with both ends of the spectrum, uh, very similar to the work that I do in corrections. Um, I also have a podcast, a date with darkness podcast, which is, um, thank you, which is dedicated to victims of narcissistic abuse. And so basically on the podcast, I'm educating people about abusive relationships and, um, you know, the whole healing process so that they can get back to having more resilient relationships. Uh, where you can find me is on my website, either, either the podcast or my, my personal, uh, business website, which is drnataliejones.com or datewithdarkness.com. Either or is fine. And that has all the links to social media and um, everything. Fantastic. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I would definitely make sure I add all of those links so that they can read up more about you and subscribe to the podcast, rate and review, follow all those accounts because they will enjoy and walk away um, feeling like they learn more than when they started, mm-hmm. when they connected with your accounts. So we're going to make mm-hmm. sure that happens. Um, so to say that you do a lot is an understatement, right? So you are <laughs> working in corrections, um, having the two private practice locations, um, having a podcast, and that's just the business mm-hmm. part. I mean, you also have a life and do other things as well. Um, so, so how would you describe? Um, your entrepreneurial journey so far? How are things going when it comes to that part? Oh, gosh. I would describe it as the worst kind of roller coaster, like up, down, all around, swinging you around sideways. Um, It's been a tough journey. Um, Entrepreneurship is not easy. Um, It... um, you know, it requires growth in a lot of different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, it requires learning how to manage money, finan- financial management, but it also requires, you know, uh, you know, emotional stability. It also requires um, growth and development as a person. You know, you really can't, um, well, you can, I guess, but for me, I really can't be hanging around with people who aren't like-minded. and don't have similar goals and aren't doing similar things because uh, they're just not as supportive or they don't understand per se, or you can't, you feel like you can't talk with them about specific things. So, um, 
there there's a lot more that goes into that but yeah it's just it's really been a journey and then of course there's always um like professional envy too where you see someone else who has it going on and you feel or why you're not there and so you have um those sort of insecurities and things like that um you know there may not be a lot of support especially in the black community um you know as i look around um there's just not a lot of people who do what I do. And that's not to say that they can't. I'm just saying the reality of where I'm at right now is that there are not people doing what I'm doing. Mm. Mm. Um, so how do you manage that? How do you, how do you get community? How do you stay connected? So a lot of what I do, you know, when I stay, when I get with community, I, you know, just like I met you, uh, Janae, uh, you know, we met through Facebook or, you know, I may try to go to professional events, um, you know, uh, um, continuing education units or um, some other, some other sort of networking, like, um, you know, the board you know, or your APA branch or, or whatever it is. But even still, even within that community, finding persons of color is really small. And then again, finding people who do what I do is still really small. But, you know, we have our our group of um, private practice girls, uh, uh, black women on Facebook, which has been really helpful. And so I've met a lot of people through there, but Probably before that, it was pretty isolated. Mm. Well, I'm glad it has been those um, social media spaces where you've been able to get um, connected. And I think that probably would be true for a lot of us in terms of being able to find community, being able to find people who are in our discipline, um, who are sort of traveling along the same path. So um, I think a lot of people could identify from that. And so... I think in our effort to have community as entrepreneurs, um, sometimes, actually, I think most in terms of like Mm -hmm. all the entrepreneurs that I've spoken with, they um, tend to be, you know, rather selective about how they go about connecting with others. And that makes a lot of sense. Um, And because like you were saying, you want to make sure that people are sort of moving in the same direction, that you all can uplift and support each other. Um, And even through that, though, entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. are not immune um, from getting connected or having relationships that feel dysfunctional. And so when I say dysfunctional, I mean some that might feel like manipulative. Yeah, or no boundaries or poor boundaries or mm-hmm. uh, feel like they're being taken advantage of. So from your perspective um, as the expert in this, uh, what are some of the signs and signals um, that these relationships or connections might not be the healthiest? Oh, oh goodness. So um, I think if communication is not really clear or it's not, um, it's not reliable and it's not consistent. So for example, if you have someone that says that they're going to call you or we're going to get together, we're going to do this and that. Um, and then they don't follow through. 
mm. or they're pretty, they're pretty sketchy and pretty flaky. That's a sign um, that they're that's dysfunctional, or maybe they're just not really that invested in you. Mm. Um, if a person is not supportive, right, and some of the people I've had to let go or, you know, basically limit this time and space they have in my life is that they're not supportive. Um, that they are not rooting for you. They're not, again, they're really not invested in what you're doing. Um, it, or they really don't understand it or they put it down, uh, put down you or, or what you're doing or the direction in which you're trying to grow. And this could even be, um, you know, family members, it could be people that you've known for a little, a long time. Um, and again, if they're very self-centered and they're focused on them and their problems and they're not really interested in supporting you and your growth or your problems, um, you know, so those sort of things. And then for people who are not interested in growth with you, mm-hmm. you know, as, as we, if you're mature, whether that's emotional maturity, physical maturity, financial maturity, you're basically supposed to grow. You're supposed to learn from your mistakes. Um, And, you know, that's all true and well, both in business and in personal relationships. You're always supposed to be constantly evolving into something or someone better uh, because that's, that's just what you want for yourself. And it's a sign of positive growth. You can't be, you know, stuck making the same mistakes over and over. And that's it. that brings me to the other thing. If someone's just a constant ball of negative energy and there's just sucking the life out of you and it's, it's always just negativity, it's always about them not being able to get what they want or them being unsatisfied, again, you definitely want to take a look at that. The same thing is also true if they're financially stuck. You know, when you're trying to grow as a person, you definitely want to make sure that you surround yourself with people who have goals. Mm -hmm. And not only people who have goals, but people who are actually motivated to get to them. And they're just, they're not just dreamers, you know. And so um, the dreamer, and then, you know, you also want to be, you know, a sign of someone else is somebody who's not solid. Um, and they're not going to tell you, they're not, they're not trying to help you be a better person and grow. They just let you make mistakes or they condone you making mistakes and maybe even encourage you making mistakes or acting up or being negative in your own stuff. And so they're, you know, really like, um, encouraging self-sabotage, if you will, um, and, and not really saying, Hey, you know, you need to stop doing that. Or, you know, why don't, why don't we change this around? Um, and also to people that, um, don't want to share you, you're their friend or you're their person and they really get jealous or insecure or they stonewall and, and get and treat you some type of way. When you're, uh, you know, you're trying to associate with other people and expand yourself. So when they're feeling like that, then yeah, that's another sign there. Wow. Wow. That was all so many good things to to connect mm-hmm. with. And, and the thing that, that stuck out with me is that um, to have someone that's not just has a plan, but there's some action behind it. So, um, cause you can get caught up in that and thinking that someone is maybe on your level because of what they're saying. But if you're looking to see that they're not actually 
challenging themselves and moving forward, yeah. then that's something to pay attention to. Correct. Um, yeah. So what do you what should entrepreneurs do if they recognize that uh oh now that you have sort of told them these things that uh oh there might be a few friends that are in that uh, category I have some unhealthy connections um, what should they start to do they really should start to take an inventory to see how much of an you know you know it's it's always good to be constantly assessing and taking inventory of you know, what's needed in your life and what else is just clutter. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and the same thing with your friends, you know, how on social media, you know, you can get like what's called shiny object syndrome, right? You see all these groups, you see all these things out there and you want to be in every single one of them, right? And you just kind of have your hands in different pots or you're just kind of, there in in the mix and the same is also true within who you're really invested in and who's really invested in you Mm -hmm. everybody else is just clutter and everybody else is not meant to have that title and everybody else is not meant to grow with you and change and you have to realize that you know relationships do change that's a part of growth and it's a part of you know grief and loss and heartache and everything else all perfectly normal things And so, you know, if people are not growing with you, they're not, you know, they're not achieving with you, you might want to start to limit that interaction or, you know, you may just want to have somebody fall all the way back Mm -hmm. and it, it just depends. And then if it's negativity, you know, if it's, if it's negativity, you know, for me, I really limit those people. I just, I'm just like, you know, maybe like a Christmas card. That might be all they get from me. <laughs> and I hate to say that, but right. it's like, <laughs> it's just like, you know, I really can't, I can't with you, um, you know, and, or maybe it's like Facebook. We, we meet on Facebook and we just, you know, I like this every now and then, and, and that's okay. And that's, I'm cool with that. But if it's, if it's, if it's that kind of stuff, you really have to feel like you have to, you have to take inventory of what kind of impact they're having on your life, what they're bringing to the table um, in every single um, dynamic and see what's most important to you. For me, I'm all about growing in every which way I can. That's spiritually, financially, emotionally, physically. And so if a person isn't fitting, you know, two out of at least two of my categories, they got to go. Or if they're the, you know, they're the negativity button, that's it. You don't, we don't really talk that much, maybe once a year, but that's how I take stock. And then, you know, I always have my therapist to help me with flushing it out. I mean, sometimes she can help me. Other times I've just gone on my own and she's just shaking her head on the couch and like, I don't know. And that's okay with me too. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So it kind of sounds like you're saying, cause I've heard people say like, um, they're going to make a Facebook purge in terms of like, I'm going to clean out my yes. friends list. And so you're saying it is perfectly okay to do the same in reality in, in your real life, in your everyday life, the, do that assessment and evaluation. That's correct. Yeah, because as an entrepreneur, you know, you heard the things that I named off Mm -hmm. in terms of what I do. Therefore, my time is really valuable. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to make sure that it's, you know, best spent with people that have all the right intentions or that have 
similar intentions or goals such as me. Um, and, and, you know, this is where I have to be a little bit selfish. When I was younger, I wasn't a selfish. I was more of like a people pleaser. Now I have to be selfish because if I don't, everything that I'm doing is going to fail. And those same people that aren't supporting me, we're just, we're going to be there together. And that's not what I want to do. I, I, I'm trying to grow, grow up, uh, you know, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I feel that. So what if we entrepreneurs aren't necessarily experiencing that, but we can identify maybe a friend um, who is experiencing an unhealthy connection? Um, or if we're worried about a fellow entrepreneur, um, what can I do to either support them or um, get them to do their own purge? What, how can I be helpful to them if I see them sort of going down a um, being involved in an unhealthy relationship? It, you know, and it really depends on the type of person they are. And again, what value that relationship is to you. If that's a relationship that's not valuable to you and you just know that person from around the way or whatever, then I would say do nothing. You mind your black business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Do we know I mean, it's just like, you know, it's just like, if I'm not really that invested and that's that person's thing and that's what they're doing, then Hey, I'm more power to you. You do your thing. I'm going to do mine because right. everybody don't really deserve that kind of time. And then when you give it to them, they are not trying to hear it, especially if they don't know you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's a peer, if it's a mentor and you do have that relationship and you highly respect them and they highly respect you, mm-hmm. then you pull them to the side and you tell them what's up. Like, Hey, I'm concerned about you. This is what's really what I see, you know, and, and I have friends who I've had that talk with. I see this X, Y, and Z going on what's going on? Like really, why are we getting caught up? And I see that this is going to impact you. And I'm, you know, I'm worried for you. Mm-hmm. And so you let that person know how you feel. You let them know what you see and you always try to be non-judgmental. But again, that can be hard. I mean, to separate your therapist self from your friend self, because you're, you're a friend, you're all in. And so you might say some things, you know, like so-and-so over there is ratchet. Like, what are you doing? You know, so there might be some judgment passed, but you know, you just, you be clear, you let them know what their concerns are. But at the end of the day, you know, you also respect their decision. So if they decide to keep going down that path, then, hey, you just, you got to do you because as an entrepreneur, um, that's one thing that you really have to do. You can't get yourself too caught up with, uh, you know, Jack, Joe and Jill and what they're doing. You really have to be focused on what you're doing. And all you can do is be a friend, be a mentor and, and let the rest of that go. And that's, that's, you know, that other getting caught up and all that other stuff is really kind of high school behavior. And, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah, being a business, being having a business, a business is your child. Mm-hmm. You cannot neglect your child for someone else's problems, mm-hmm. um, especially when you have your own life. Um, so that's that's that would be my two cents. OK, so you're also saying, like, don't. um don't feel don't don't sort of hold on to the responsibility of absolutely not somebody of cleaning up somebody else's stuff that's correct absolutely not let let people do their own thing you could Uh you can reel it in and say you you know be a concerned friend and Uh have your own thing 
you know, and, and tell them how you feel, but absolutely don't worry about cleaning up their backyard because you, you just got to tend to your own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a nice segue into my next question because in the, in the step of sort of, you know, focusing on your child, as you call it, because you're right, uh, businesses mm-hmm. are quite needy. they have lots of needs and need need to be nurtured um what can also result of that um is entrepreneurial isolation um like that is a real thing you can get so zoned in or tuned in um that the thing that gets most of your energy and time is your business and Mm -hmm. so so for you how have you managed that um any any sort of isolation when it's come to building your business I do and I don't like from day to day stuff. Yeah, sure. When I go in, I'm, but you know, I'm busy when I go in, you know, I'm busy. So I'm like, I'm seeing clients, bam, bam, bam. And then I'm out of there. You know what I'm saying? And that can be, but like, usually when I'm doing that, maybe I'm weird. I don't know. I don't really feel like chatting. I just want to do what I have to do and go home. You know, especially when it's like a long day. I just want to see y'all and then go on about my business. Right. Um, And so that can be, but then it's also like, you know, there can also be the other piece, like when you have questions about your business, like, you know, trademark or copyright or, you know, website or some other stuff. And you're just like, oh man, I don't have anybody to like ask these questions or talk to you about that. And that's kind of, that's what social media is great for, right? Because that's how I met you. That's how I met Joy. That's how I met Vina. That's how I met, honestly, that's how I met a lot of, a lot of very smart uh, black women that I network and that have kind of told me, Hey, this is, this is what you do, or this is what I've done. And, and they've given me great results and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So that for, for that, I kind of connect with social media. I also do, again, I do some networking too, but again, um, you know, I'm going to be honest. A lot of the people that I've networked with in terms of therapists here, um, they haven't really had it together like that. A lot of them have been coming to me for advice. Like they haven't gotten a trademark. They haven't gotten a business license. They haven't gotten those referrals. And I've been ahead of the game by the time I started ne- networking with them because when I, when I truly started, I was really kind of floundering on my own and just kind of doing that. And so now I feel like most of the questions that I get answered are typically from social media. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes that means moving beyond your region. Um, Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And oftentimes it does for matters that are more complicated. Um, you know, and not to say that I haven't met some great people here, but when right. it comes to the inner workings, I'm going to tell you a lot of people in our business have cut a lot of corners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's un- unfortunate. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and but it's also good to know that there are uh, uh, the group of us who who mm-hmm. have not <laughs> who have definitely. Right. Not. Yeah, because I remember when you, me, Joy, and Venus started, like mm-hmm. when terms of Black women podcasters or even people that were you know wanting to support Black women's the podcast podcasters they just weren't there which is why we all kind of started and banded together so right yeah you're absolutely right Mm. 
Oh my goodness. So Nat, you have done such a good job of um, being so transparent uh, about what's going on for you, as well as being, you know, providing us with a lot of knowledge and tips and meat to walk away with when it comes to relationships. Uh-huh. So um, I am, I am definitely grateful for that. So before I let you go, though, I have to ask this question because you know I gotta know. Uh, what does minding my black business mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and you know I'm gonna keep the transparency going. Well, I mentioned one way, right? I mentioned one way. It's like if somebody's getting caught up in a messy situation, I'm gonna mind my black business and not say a thing and not get caught up in that because that ain't got nothing to do with me. Um, the other thing, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think the other thing, too, is, you know, being proud about being black and being proud about being a businesswoman and really marketing that and saying that, hey, I'm a black businesswoman and I'm doing this thing and I want all the black business people, businesswomen, clients that I can get and marketing that. Um, so I'm tending to my business. I'm marketing myself. Um I'm also, you know, evolving. Like I told you before, that's me minding my business. Uh, part of uh, outside of staying outside of the wretchedness, working on my own wretchedness, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just kind of growing out of that and embracing. That's where I was when I was a teenager. That's where I was when I was twenty, and that's where I was in my early thirties. But I'm not that that's an old me this is a new me and this new me is trying hard to change and um you know working on things that aren't easy embracing my own flaws and that's why I don't have time to get caught up in somebody else's stuff because if I'm truly working on my stuff mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have the time to be worrying about what uh Joe Jack and Sheila are doing because uh Natalie's got her own thing going there and then too you know, also minding my black business. I know I've got so many minding my black business. I love it. I love it. Four years before, but I have them all ready to go now. I think the other thing, too, for me is being ready and staying ready. You know, there's a lot of people that want to try to come for you, you know, when you're black and you're in business. And, you know, I come across it every day and people just want to try you, whether it's microaggression, whether it's being ignorant, whether it's being whatever. And yeah, there's, there's a way to go about doing that without, you know, acting crazy. But at the same time, I just got to let people know that, Hey, no, it's not okay. And yes, I do have a business and yes, I am a serious professional. Um, and, and I'm, I'm going to stay here, you know what I'm saying? And it's not my job to teach you, uh, you know, about my blackness. It's not my job to teach you how to be, you know, culturally competent or sensitive. You know, that's the thing they like to throw around now. It's not. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. It makes everybody feel good. It's so PC. That's not that shit. Can I say shit up here? Yeah. I just <laughs> That is it, just is it, twice, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's just it's just it's stupid now. No, I'm black and that's just that's just what it is. It doesn't yeah. have to be PC, it doesn't have to be, but don't you think you're gonna come over here and talk mess about me? And you and I have encountered that quite a bit where people just yes. 
and say the stupidest stuff. And it's just like, did you really just say that to me? And you really think I'm going to, yeah. Yes, I know that we've encountered a lot of that. But again, you, I, I just have to let people know where I stand. But again, I'm not going to get caught up with too much foolishness. Um, and, you know, also minding my black business is my long term goal. Where do I want to see my business? Where do I see myself? five, 10, 15 years from now, how long am am I prepared to hustle? What am I going to do to hustle? Um, So those, those would be the kind of things. And also too, um, one last element of minding my black business Mm -hmm. is, um, you know, also helping, you know, and promoting friends like you and Joy and, uh, you know, a lot of other people who we know and just being like very supportive of that because I'm always happy to see, you know, another black woman or even black men or, you know, just black people in general, just succeeding and getting ahead. So I definitely think it's all about supporting another black business because, you know, like you said, or like was said before, there's not too many of us. So just being supportive and remembering that, hey, I'm I'm happy to see another person out there and there's enough money, there's enough resources, there's enough people to go around for all of us. Absolutely. You're right, because we cannot thrive from the scarcity uh, perspective. Um, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. We we can go further when we're in this together. So yes. I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nat, you have schooled us properly. <laughs> so nobody is walking away from this confused. They know exactly what time it is. <laughs> And that's how I live my life. I know you do. Real, real, real. but I'm very transparent, but like, you know where you stand. And so I feel like, yeah, I I want people to be real with me. And so I'm real with you. And that's just the energy of how I keep it. And I love it. That's it. Yes, ma'am. So I'm going to leave it at that because I feel like you said enough (laughs) and you you said it right. And I can't add anything to it. So, <laughs> so thank you again, Nat, for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Janae. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. So if you want to know more and you like what you heard, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast. Also, follow the movement on our website, MindingMyBlackBusiness.com and on our Facebook and Instagram pages under Minding My Black Business and on Twitter under Minding My Black Biz. So peace and blessings to us all, family. And when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing, let them know that you're minding my black business.